the Koigig part on Off the Ball. Having taken a poor penalty for you as a goalkeeper, mentally to go back and go, and you've seen it. It was such a poor effort from her. Mackenzie Ireland should have saved that penalty. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. The lunchtime wrap on Off the Ball with Energia, proud sponsor of Irish rugby. Think of the possibilities. It's Thursday, the 17th of August. This is the Lunchtime Wrap and I'm Cameron Hill. Good afternoon. The Lunchtime Wrap on Off the Ball is with Energia, proud sponsor of Irish rugby. Think of the possibilities. And as to football, we go first. And Republic of Ireland striker Evan Ferguson has been nominated for the PFA Young Player of the Year Award. The 18-year-old Brighton player is on a shortlist alongside teammate Moises Caicedo, Manchester City's Erling Haaland, the Arsenal duo of Bukayo Saka and Gabriel Martinelli and Aston Villa's Jacob Ramsey. Saka and Haaland are also among the nominees for Player of the Year. The others are Kevin De Bruyne, Harry Kane, Martin Odegaard and John Stones. Here at home, Derry City have the chance to reach the Conference League playoff round tonight. The Candy Stripes must overturn a 1-0 deficit against Tobol of Kazakhstan. Kickoff at Tala Stadium is at a quarter to eight. Japanese international Wataru Endo is set to join Liverpool as Jurgen Klopp looks to increase his options in midfield. The 30-year-old is to move from Stuttgart for £16 million. Meanwhile, Luton have completed the signing of goalkeeper Tim Krul from Norwich. The Dutchman provides experience to the Premier League newcomers, having made over 200 appearances in the top flight. Now all eyes will be on Sydney on Sunday morning as England and Spain go toe-to-toe in the Women's World Cup final. La Roja are making their maiden appearance at a World Cup final, facing the same side that knocked them out at the quarter-final stage at last year's European Championships. Since then, however, there's been a major dispute between the players and the Spanish Football Federation over the suitability of manager Jorge Vilda. Koigig pod host Kathleen McNamee and iNews' chief football writer Daniel Storey joined Off the Ball Breakfast this morning to explain more. Well, so that was the main thing that the players were angry about initially, that the coaching wasn't up to scratch and it wasn't what they wanted. It's actually strange. Like, I haven't heard a massive amount from inside the Spanish camp throughout this World Cup. They seem to have kept things very, very tight, very, very close. There hasn't, even in the Spanish media and stuff, like I would still follow a lot of those journalists from whenever the Vilda stuff first came out. And it's so focused on the World Cup. And I don't know, as everyone just sat back and said, look, we had our issues, but also there is this common goal and this team really wants to get to those major championships. They want to win those major tournaments. And they've just decided that until after the World Cup, none of that stuff is going to matter. I mean, I would love to know what Mappy Leon is thinking or like what Panos is thinking sitting back watching all this and there must be an incredible sense of betrayal for those players who did take the ultimate sacrifice of saying I'm actually sticking by my loyalties and I'm not going to go back on this but there's been very very little outside of the camp about how players actually feel about the management there's been a couple of incidences where people are kind of analyzing how the players are interacting with different managers you know there was after the quarterfinal where Vilda was kind of looking around for someone to celebrate with and a couple of players blanked him or Patelis coming off the pitch and not shaking hands with one of the assistant managers and kind of ignoring him but I don't know how much you can actually read into that in the moment as well without hearing more the really interesting thing for me is that you're absolutely right we've heard absolutely nothing they've refused to answer questions on it all tournament clearly deliberately and yet Last night, apparently on Spanish TV, uh, Luis Rubiales, the head of the, the Spanish Football Federation, kind of did this impassioned defence of 
a Wilder in which he said he's endured a lot. He's just a hardworking man and a world-class coach. He said he's continued working and not paid attention to those who have tried to destroy him. And it's, I mean, that's how it's been all along. It's been those two. It's been the RFEF and him who have been in kind of the team. And everyone else has either been, you're with me or you're not. And they felt uncomfortable about speaking about it. And yet it's Rubiales who comes out and defends his man. And I'd love to know what they think about that. They just say nothing. We may never know. And we certainly will never know if they win the World Cup. In Gaelic games, Jim McGuinness is being linked with a return as manager of the Donegal senior footballers. The Glenties man is understood to be among those under consideration for the vacant post. Donegal are seeking a replacement for Aidan O'Rourke, who succeeded Paddy Carr earlier this year. McGuinness previously spent four years in charge of his home county, guiding them to the 2012 All-Ireland title. To Rugby Next and World Rugby have confirmed they will appeal the decision to overturn Owen Farrell's red card. The England captain is free to play after his dismissal against Wales last weekend was rescinded earlier this week. But World Rugby is now set to challenge the decision of the Independent Disciplinary Committee. England play Ireland in Dublin this Saturday in a World Cup warm-up match. Meanwhile, former Scotland player Chris Patterson has outlined what Ben Healy has brought to Gregor Townsend's side ahead of the Rugby World Cup. The former Munster out-half was named in Scotland's 33-man squad for next month's tournament and he made his first start for the Scots in a warm-up game against Italy last month. Patterson joined Off The Ball Breakfast this morning and explained why Healy could be crucial to Scotland's World Cup hopes. He's got a good history of performing well in big moments. If you think back to some of his early games, for Munster against Scarlet, there was a game I remember down in Scarlet where he came on and kicked a winning penalty in the, the last seconds of the game. I followed his progress through under twenties, and he was a thorn in Scotland's side in the under twenties as well. Just a really mature, um, mentally ex- like really strong player. But above all that, his technical ability is excellent. His kicking ability, his uh, his physical presence. One of the work-ons I think early on was, listen, could we get you flatter to the line in order to challenge because of your physical presence and challenge at the line as well as your distribution? And he picks that up immediately. So, um, yeah, and then the, the composure he showed in that Italian game uh, just two or three weeks ago was uh, was excellent. Uh, everybody saw his, his kicking performance, but it's more than that. He's, he's a confident, uh, confident player and, and he allows those around about him to be confident. So he's, he's been excellent. He's really fitted in. He's probably was arguably taking the place that was earmarked initially for, for Adam Hastings in the World Cup squad. But through his training performances and through his ability and, and Hastings having one or two injuries, Ben's grabbed that with two hands. And he's he gives Scotland another dimension in terms of a, a length of kick that hopefully um, complements the attacking style that, that Scotland had. So he's fed in really well. Um, he seems to be enjoying it and, and the lads are enjoying him having it over here. In golf, the Handa Invitational taking place at Castle Rock and Galgorm is underway. Daniel Brown and Gregorio DeLeo lead the men's event on 500 par with Jonathan Caldwell best of the Irish on level par. In the women's tournament, Leona Maguire is one under playing the last while Stephanie Meadow has just teed off. Karis Davison and Chloe Williams share the lead on four under. On the PGA Tour, Rory McIlroy and Seamus Power are in the field for the BMW Championship which begins in Illinois later. McElroy tees off at 10 past four Irish time with power beginning his challenge just after five o'clock. In horse racing, the first of eight races at Leopardstown goes to post at 4.35. A jumps meeting at Tremor begins at 5.15 with seven races on the card. 
And on this day in 1952, Formula One great Nelson Piquet was born in Rio de Janeiro. The Brazilian driver won the Drivers' Championship in 1981, 1983 and 1987. That final championship was a straight shootout with his Williams teammate Nigel Mansell, which soured relations between the two. He retired in 1992, with his son Nelson Jr. following in his footsteps, competing for the Formula One team Renault between 2008 and 2009. That's all for Thursday's Lunchtime Wrap. Keep up to date with the latest analysis, opinion and much more. Become a member today at offtheball.com forward slash join. Take care. The Lunchtime Wrap. On Off The Ball. With Energia. Proud sponsor of Irish Rugby. Think of the possibilities.